In this episode, I'm speaking with a cancer survivor who sold everything from direct farm-to-table subscriptions in Australia to tech at scale-ups in Canada and founded the Sales Health Alliance, where he now helps sales reps and sales leaders maximize their output and their success by focusing on their mental health. This is going to be such a great interview. It'll start in just a moment uh, and looking forward to sharing Jeff Risley's story with you. Welcome to Seller's Journey, the podcast where we speak to great sales reps and leaders and share their real stories from start to sales success. Hi, everyone. I'm Joseph Fung, and today we're speaking with Jeff Risley. Jeff's the founder of the Sales Health Alliance. Jeff, thank you for joining us today. Happy to be here, Joseph. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with, with you and your, your audience. You've had such a, a remarkable journey. Uh, I'm so glad that you're willing to, to share and to spend some time uh, to help those that haven't met you yet and, and don't know your story. Maybe you could help us start a, a little bit early on. Where, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Yes, I grew up, grew up um, in a suburb of Toronto. So I grew up mm-hmm. in Etobicoke and went to a school nearby called Kingsway College. And then from there, um, in high school, I actually went to a school downtown at uh, Upper Canada College. Um, so yeah, it was, it, was, it was good. It was going from a suburb to city living and then ended my, my education career by going to university in Montreal at Miguel. Well, there you go. You've had a chance to, to move around a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So people rarely start off starting in sales. Uh, maybe you can help us out. What was your first? What was your first job? What did you do first ever? Yeah, so I was uh, growing up, especially in high school. I was a huge basketball fan, and uh. I was I was convinced that I'd be going to be playing in the NBA. And a few 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 years later, um, so I was super passionate about basketball. I actually played against Steph Curry in grade eight, which was uh, one hell of an experience. And you beat him like the Raptors did, right? Uh, not not so much. He was a very scrawny little kid, and we met while his dad was playing um, playing for the Raptors. And we met at a in grade eight at a basketball tournament, and him and his brother were just just as good as they were then as they are today. Almost as at least that's how I remember it. Um, well, we can edit that part out and yeah. back to history a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But sorry, um, so basketball. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So my first uh, first job was a, a basketball camp counselor that that I was uh, mm. during the summer. So I kind of tied the two to two together. Nice. So so that's a great one. Um, I'm I'm super intrigued. So at your first role ever, it's great. Clearly, basketball sets you up for a career in sales. But your first sales role was in Australia with local farms. How did that come to be? I'm so intrigued. Yeah, it was just uh, it was just a funny story. So I graduated from from McGill, and and uh, shortly after we, I, I graduated, I'd always wanted to travel the world. And um, eventually, two of my friends, her schedules happened to line up, and they were like, "You want to go to Australia?" And I was like, "Let's do it." So we did a, a bit of a trip through Southeast Asia, and then we ended up spending some time in in Melbourne for a little bit. And that was going to be our, our home base for um, for the foreseeable future. So we decided to find 
find places to work. And I happened to get lucky and and wiggle my way into an interview at a company called Auss- Aussie Farmers Direct, which was selling Australian farm products. Mm-hmm. And I managed to, to, I guess, impress the interviewee enough to then also get both my friends interviews there as well. So we all started our, our Australian selling farm farming products uh, career um, all together, wow. which was pretty funny. And you were focused on converting uh, expiring or canceling customers, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so customers that had tried the product and had stopped using it, it was just, uh, yeah, we were on just a, a, a dial, an auto dialer all day, um, calling these ra- random Australian people with our Canadian ass, a- accents. Which was funny. <laughs> now, uh, I was going to say that's one end of the spectrum, uh, and I can't quite understand how you've managed to hit the opposite end of the spectrum because then you went to sell to oil and gas executives on the other side of the world uh please share what what was that like how did that happen yeah so it was it just kind of i was kind of like the fresh similar like fresh grad didn't really mm-hmm. find it my passion or what i knew had any idea what i wanted to do i thought i was going to find it in, in at university but didn't happen in that way and when i got back from australia i was just kind of looking at jobs and i did fairly well at sales at the australian company and this company world trade group was was hiring and thick the commission was was very attractive at the time so i said mm-hmm. why not like uh, let's let's give it a try um and you know it's not like if it wasn't working out i could always um could always leave but the commission was attractive enough to say let's give it a try and i ended up doing pretty well early on so um then that flourished into a sales career <laughs> that that is quite quite the the variety of roles uh, mm-hmm. imagine that that depth of background must have served you really well in your your tech sales activities yeah so it was it's it's been great so from from there uh i met one of my uh i met two of my closest mentors um at world trade group who were essentially my managers at the time Mm -hmm. and one of them went to start a start their own company called inacuity which is now called synapse Mm -hmm. and brought me on to help build up and manage out the manage the sales team which is which is great so that's what i got my first kind of dip my toes into the startup experience. Um, and then from there, I went to the, the other manager that I was talking about. He ended up landing a job at Indeed a few years later and brought me on there as, as one of the first hires on his team. But uh, I was definitely more drawn to the idea of wearing many hats and the, the deep growth and learning that you get from working in a startup. So didn't find that I was getting that at a, at a big organization. So then I transitioned back to, to a sales leadership role at a small startup called CrowdBabble that was focusing on selling social media analytics. So, so you've had this chance to work at a number of tech companies like mm-hmm. Synapse, Indeed, CrowdBabble. You've got small startups, Indeed's what, just over 10,000 people or something. I mean, something you've got crazy. A, yeah. Yeah. The, great range of experience uh, i'd love to I'd love to hear what's stuck out to you the most what surprised you the most about tech sales that's a great question and i think so i love the idea of how scalable tech sales can be and mm. 
and and how because Inisha is selling the the com, like essentially corporate workshops or personalized tailored workshops for or for organizations and initially at inacuity we always had an issue of scaling like it didn't make sense and when when i found myself at indeed when i saw how scalable and how much money followed um a product like that but i will say at the same time i think one of the other biggest things i've i've learned that is more more i guess a negative outcome of what's happening within SaaS is we have a lot of engineering brothers and sisters, as much as I, I love them, um, entering into sales positions and sales leadership roles. And they're obsessed with building these, these predictable, pr- predictable revenue, like predictable, predictable models. Mm-hmm. And as a result, they're trying to build sales like machines and treating salespeople more like numbers or like parts when sales is messy, it's emotional, it can't be fully predictable. So I feel like that's a negative outcome of what we're seeing is, is we're trying to treat people like machines and, and not creating space for more of those vulnerable emotions that are critical to who we are as humans. That uh, comment about treating people like humans as you're in sales, I think rings true, not just for the customers, but also for the reps themselves. That's That's a very nice segue into the the sales health alliance maybe maybe can help our audience understand uh you know what what triggered that journey to launch your initiatives and to focus on mental health uh what what got you to there yeah so it it was really born out of my own experience with mental health and sales um so going back to world trade group that was really probably the first intense sales role that I'd, that I'd been in. I was being measured on if I could make $200 a day, achieve two and a half hours of talk time. If people weren't hitting their metrics, they were, they were let go fairly quickly. So still being a relatively fresh grad at the time, I had, I had no idea what mental health was or, or how working in an environment like that would impact my, my overall mental health and well-being. So I would have brutal panic attacks in the middle of the night. I'd have terrible anxiety, really bad insomnia. And I had no way of, of coping with these, these behaviors effectively. And nor was there a space on the sales floor to, to talk mm-hmm. about this, or at least I didn't feel like it. And that's when I, I, I started to, after my third panic attack, put me in, in the hospital in the middle of the night, I said, I should probably do something about this. So went to wow. see my doctor prescribed me some anxiety medication didn't like how it made me feel so i had this sort of decision to make where i really love everything about sales like the rush the camaraderie like the 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 learning and development but if i wanted to make my build a career here i had to figure out ways to make myself more resilient and take care of my mental health and that really just started a a 10-year journey of learning everything i possibly could about mental health and anxiety and how the brain works and i didn't fully realize what um how important the stuff was that i learned until uh summer of 2018 i had just launched my first sales consulting website and three days later i was diagnosed with testicular cancer and what was really interesting about that experience was the same strategies that i was using to take care of my mental health and sales and be resilient to that stressful situation i started to naturally execute on during this next period of my life and again while mm. living this life of an entrepreneur and now again during this global pandemic that we're facing so that's when i really realized that there's a huge opportunity where so many salespeople are struggling to start creating more discussions and empowering them to reach peak levels of sales performance through better mental health 
so I mean, it sounds like the the experience as a as a sales rep and the pressures it created, you know, helped you realize kind of a gap and build a skill set that served you, you know, far beyond just the sales floor. I mean, that's that's such an impactful story. I, I first off, I'm sorry that you had to go through with it. That sounds like a remarkably tough set of challenges. Oh, it's it, there's 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 nothing nothing to be sorry about. I'm I'm grateful for for every experience, and uh, I was I was saying to someone earlier today that I am I, I actually really love my anxiety now because it it helps tell me when I'm on the edge of my comfort zone, and it's saying you know you're about to do something that might scare you or you might feel like embarrassed or afraid doing it. But what I've found is the more I push myself into these uncomfortable situations and continue to seek discomfort, the more meaningful my life becomes and the greater experiences that I, they end up having. So I'm really grateful for everything that's happened. So, so no, no hard feelings towards anything that's happened in the past. Well, why don't we take the opportunity then to to speak briefly about the sales health Alliance? What, what is it? What's the elevator pitch? So very short and sweet. And that is simple that anxiety in sales is, is not optional. It's part of everyday life. And when salespeople are anxious, depressed, burnt out, or not confident, that's going to have an impact on their overall performance. So the Sales Health Alliance has been created to empower salespeople and sales leaders to reach peak levels of sales performance and well-being through, through better mental health. And that's primarily being done through corporate workshops, um, consulting, but obviously with what's happening with the global pandemic, I've had to pivot a little bit and I'll be launching my first um, online online course to help address these these topics and achieve those goals in a few weeks, which I'm really excited about. Oh, that is super, super exciting. Um, mm-hmm. on, on that, if people are intrigued or they want to want to learn more about those or for the course itself, where where can they follow you? Where they, can they reach out? What, what should they go to on their browser or their phone? So best place to go would be saleshealthalliance.com. And Mm -hmm. that's where a lot of the content gets posted. I'm also very active on LinkedIn. So feel free to follow me. I think I'm the only Jeff Risley, R-I-S-E-L-E-Y on LinkedIn. So I also try to post fairly regularly there for some of my thoughts. And yeah, those would be the two places. And if you're there, you'll you'll see where the the course gets launched in a few weeks. But it's going to be positioned and launched via Teachable. So still working that out. Fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. I know we've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, I wanted to, to check in. We've spent a lot of time talking about your journey uh, and you've had one heck of a journey from you know, thinking about what you wanted in the future and traveling the world to your, your comments and challenges on the mental health front and the, the physical health front. If you were looking back and talking to somebody that was in a similar boat uh, as you when you were graduating, you know, they're trying to figure out their path, their journey, what advice would you give them? Or if you think back, you know, to past Jeff, what advice would you have given past Jeff? Yeah, I think it, it, it touches on, on what, what I, what I may have just mentioned slightly. It's, it's be learning how to change your perspective and become more aware of your anxiety, anxiety and sort of those feelings you get when you're uncomfortable. Um, again, we're, we're humans, we're built to grow and use stress to our stress to our advantage. And the nice thing about mental health is once you start to build that rapport with that inner inner voice and that inner child, um, the more you're able to use it as kind of like a spidey sense 
that tells you you're on the edge of your comfort zone and there's a very meaningful experience on the other side and to just go for it. And that will help you, at least for me, what it helped me do was continuously try different avenues as even from my experience selling different products, different environments, different industries, different sized companies to keep pushing. And eventually the more you keep trying new things and stepping outside your comfort zone, you'll find the thing that you're, you're most passionate about. I love the way you characterize things. Uh, I mean, every time I have a conversation with you, I feel like I've walked away with new insights and uh, I love the way you share your, your research and your content on your site. Uh, so for anybody who's listening and on the fence, be sure to check it out because Jeff's got some fantastic content assets and resources. And I'm personally very much looking forward to the online program. I'm going to be checking that out as well. Amazing. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. And I think uh, I'm really happy that I was able to, again, continue to spread the message and, and all the work that you're doing in terms of helping salespeople grow and start their careers as, as well as has been incredible to watch. Awesome. Uh, this is this is great. About to let you go, but uh, I want to go through some rapid fire questions first. Do you have a moment? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. What's your favorite sales tool? It's got to be LinkedIn for for sure. It's nice. I, I love it. <laughs> and and outside of selling, personally, what's your favorite movie? So I'm a, a huge superhero nerd. So any of the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, I'm all for. And then I'm also like can't help but love the the avengers infinity war and endgame as the most epic movies of all time oh nice uh i'm a huge super superhero nerd as well so i can i can resonate with those um i've got a guess on what you're going to say here but when you were a kid what did you want to grow up to be yeah nba player all the way okay nice (laughs) yeah (laughs) i love it jeff this was a great conversation Thank you for for being so generous with your time and so open with your journey and your story. Uh, So many people will learn from this. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, Joseph. I really appreciate it. It's been my pleasure. I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Me too. You take care. You too. Bye-bye.